Hey y'all, this is Allie Allpress from The Creepinati, and you're listening to A Paranormal Chicks. I'm Donna. And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings 13. What better evil number is 13? (laughs) Although, in fact, I don't think it's evil. I don't know numbers. Fuck. (laughs) So, y'all just heard Allie Mm -hmm. with the intro because she is a beautiful creepster. And that's right. And so she got to introduce the episode. So, if you want to do that, go on to... Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. Second episode. Perk it up. No. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the APC podcast. Bam. Got it. Kilt it. That is one of my favorite parts about the Sinister Sightings episodes is hearing the intros that our Creepinati do. Yes. Because they are all fucking rock stars. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. All right. You just want to dive right in? Let's go. Okay. So this person wants to remain anonymous. So let's go with Sophia. Sophia says, Hi guys, I have a few stories to share, but I will share this one for now. When I was 17, I got my first job at my uncle through marriage family's bridal shop. The bridal shop was a family owned and it opened in the 1950s. Before it was a bridal shop, the family lived in the building. My uncle's grandparents who started the business are said to have practiced brujeria. Uh Uh-huh. Spanish for witchcraft. Yeah. But I don't think I said that right. Yeah, I think you did. Yes. Phonetics. <laughs> no. Phonics. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, Lord. Even worse. Okay. So anyway, they're said to have practiced, what I say? Brujeria. That. In the building when they still lived there. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the building was old and there was always just a weird feeling in the air. The employees, who were not family-related, including myself, would feel like someone was watching us as we organized the dresses or when we were in the back by ourselves. There was a room on the second floor of the building where all of the dresses that had been ordered for clients were stored. There were no windows, and the AC did not work well up there. Often, I would be up there looking for a dress to bring down to a client, and I would hear the other dress bags rustling like someone was rubbing the bags one by one. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 ma'am. Fuck that. She didn't say that either. (laughs) It was terrifying, and I would find the dress and run down as fast as I could. When it came time to turn off the lights and shut down for the evening, no one wanted to do it alone. We were all so scared, we usually had a partner join us. Once, one of the seamstresses even felt something touch her shoulder, and then her radio turned off on its own. Mm-mm. They're not supposed to do that. <laughs> One of the really scary things that happened there was when a friend stopped by with her mom to look for a dress for her aunt's wedding. They found a dress in a catalog and snapped a picture and planned to come back to order it later. Only a few minutes after they left, my friend sent me a text and told me that the place was haunted and I needed to find a new job ASAP. I asked her why and she sent me the picture they had taken. In one of the catalogs, there is what looks like a somewhat distorted, evil-looking face. Mm -mm. 
I mentioned it to my uncle, and he said that in the mid-80s, a customer had fallen down the stairs in the shop, broke her neck, and died, and thought perhaps it was her. Oh, fuck. But when I showed other employees, an employee who had met my uncle's grandmother before she passed said she felt it was an old owner and believed the weird negative vibe was from her since she was known to practice brujeria. Brujeria? That. In the bridal shop when it was still their home. She said, attached to the picture, let me know if you see the face too. Creep it real and don't get scared. Oh my gosh. Sophia. Okay, so we looked because we print these out and there was no attachment. So, Sophia, you know who you are. <laughs> Send us the picture because I'm dying. Oh my God, I want to see it. Dun, dun, dun. Anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Figures in My Room at Night. Mm-mm. Already good. Hi, ladies. I love the podcast and I thought I would share one of my many paranormal experiences. And you can call me Tequila. I'd like to start by saying that I tend to attract paranormal and supernatural happenings. So, of course, the house I purchased in May is a touch haunted. Or maybe I'm the one who was haunted. Now that deserved a (laughs) da-da-da. I also want to mention that I'm a collector and an enthusiast of Ouija boards (gasps) and currently own seven vintage boards. Uh, uh Uh-uh-uh. I know, I know. However, a Ouija story. You just said Ouija. I sure did. Caitlin's happy from the haunted heart. That's how she says it. (laughs) Let me go back to my country way of saying it. However, a Ouija board. The right way, but go ahead. (laughs) A Ouija story can be told on a later date. Oh, yes. Send it. Yes. However, let's go on with this one. Okay. About a week after moving into my new house, I was downstairs getting ready for bed. For a mental picture, my basement is fully furnished with an office space and a full bathroom. So it's a giant master suite. Another important note is that the flooring in my house is all tile, except the hardwoods in the living room. I had just laid down in my bed when I heard footsteps upstairs. They were so sudden that my dog went into Cujo mode and was barking up the stairwell. So me, thinking, oh my god, someone's broken in, walked slowly up the stairs to find nothing. Mm -mm. I checked all the rooms and there was nothing out of place. I was standing in the kitchen pondering what it could have been when I heard the footsteps downstairs in the basement. So I flew down the stairs and again, nothing. I sat on my bed and then again heard footsteps upstairs and determined I might have a ghostly roommate or my house makes very odd settling noises, quote unquote. Yeah. So I brushed it off and I went to sleep. The coming months, I would consistently hear these footsteps upstairs once or twice a week. Then I started hearing things moving around upstairs, not like something large moving, but almost like my coffee cups being clinked together in my cabinet. The more I listened to the footsteps, the more I recognized the sound. I work in the business casual world and we have a lot of tile floors at work. The footsteps sounded like men's dress shoes walking on the tile. So I started calling my ghostie, the gentleman. But there is a lot more to this story. The next major occurrence happened after my friend offered to help me paint the main part of my bedroom slash basement. After we were done, we were upstairs and flopped down on the couch with cups of coffee. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) From where I was sitting on the couch, I could see directly into the spare room. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement. 
Even scarier, as I gazed into the room, there was a silhouette of a man Mm -mm. in a bowler hat sitting cross-legged on the edge of the bed. What? Mm Mm-hmm. And somewhere in there is a queen reference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I chose to ignore it and casually recommended me and my friend go out for a drink. All the while, I'm hearing the gentleman upstairs walking around and moving things, even though nothing is ever out of place in the morning. Just three weeks ago, I was getting ready for bed and had just laid down when I heard a muffled conversation going on upstairs between a man and a woman. Uh Uh-uh. My dog started growling, and I motioned for him to follow me up the stairs. Even as I inched up the stairs, the voices never became clearer. It sounded like they were having a conversation with their hands over their mouth. Oh, God. That's just not sanitary. (laughs) Why? To have a conversation with your hand over your mouth? Your hands are nasty. Oh. You want to talk like that all day? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You said, ha, ha, ha. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I was thinking, I was picturing, like, each other's hands. Oh, yeah, that's really nasty. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, and then I was like, wait, Oprah showed me how to wash my hands, so I'm pretty okay. Yeah, until you touch your phone. (laughs) True. Okay, when I got to the landing that leads in the kitchen, the voices stopped. I listened intently and could only hear my nervous breathing. My dog was standing behind me and peering into the kitchen and living room. He looked up at me, back to the kitchen, and started growling. I shut the door that separates the stairwell from the kitchen and slowly walked back downstairs. I didn't hear the talking anymore that night, but my dog woke me up several times with a low, deep growl. So, I bet you're thinking, damn, that has to be it. Nope. I'll mention the latest and creepiest experience that happened a week ago today. Uh Uh-uh. So the guy I'm dating came over to stay the night with me. We often switch nights at each other's house to accommodate our pets. He knows about the gentleman and all my other creepy experiences, but he's a bit of a skeptic, even after using the Ouija board and getting some creepy responses. So he turned off Netflix and decided to chill. I swear to God, I was just about to say that. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So he turned off Netflix and decided it was time to try to get some sleep. I also want to insert here that I never sleep with all the lights off downstairs, as it is way too dark for me. Since my bedroom is in the basement and I only have one small window, it's near pitch black. But when he's staying over, I can handle the lights being off. We woke up to the alarm beeping at 6 a.m. and I crawled out of bed to make coffee. He got into the shower and had just gotten out when I started walking back downstairs with two giant mugs of coffee. He seemed a little concerned. He looked at me and shook his head like he wanted to say something but decided against it. So I asked him what was up. What he told me gives me chills even now as I type this. He said he woke up in the middle of the night for no apparent reason. He said he let his eyes adjust to the darkness and what he saw standing about five feet from my side of the bed took his breath away. There is a man and woman standing there. Now, it was dark as they were just outside of the little light the window cast, so he couldn't see specific details. But he said the man was in a hat and a long coat. The woman had her hair pulled up and was in a long dress like Victorian era clothing. Even creepier is he said that they were so solid that the figures looked like cardboard cutouts. What? Creepier still is that he said the statue of the man kind of reminded him of the Babadook. 
Did you ever see that? No, I have no idea what that is. It's um, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good one. It irritated me just because of the main character, the mom. Mm. But it's like supposed to irritate you. Yeah, you know. But it's like this creature. It's from a book that comes to life. But here's the funny thing: Netflix put it under the LGBTQ section, and so. It became the, like, unofficial mascot for them. Uh, it's so freaking funny because, um, what? It's a horror yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, so funny. So when you're, like, not busy one day, mm-hmm. just look it up because it's so funny. That's funny. Just know it's fucking scary. Okay. So he was going to wake me up but wanted to turn the lamp on first. As soon as he was going for the lamp, they both disappeared. So that is my up-to-date happenings at my house. Yes, I do still sleep in my room slash basement. I have not saw these figures since. I almost wonder if they were trying to make a believer out of him. The energy was pretty heavy in my room for a few days, but it's starting to feel brighter down there. I have lots of other experiences, some involving Ouija boards, creepy abandoned houses, and a three-year attachment of a spirit. What? I will write in soon. Creep it real and stay spooky. Holy Holy fuck. Shit. I need all those stories. Yes. One, you're a great writer. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. And two, a three-year attachment of a spirit. I feel like we're in Ghost in the Burbs. <laughs> I know. She needs Biddy to help her get rid of that. Yes. All right. This one is titled Pop Pop Stories. Hey, ladies. As I mentioned in the Facebook group after my last story was read, my pop-pop always believed my ghostly encounters because he had several of his own. He and my nana had no qualms telling us kids about the weird shit they'd experienced in their lives. (laughs) Sounds like my kind of people. Sadly, they have both passed away. My nana in 2003 when I was in college. My pop in 2010 when I was pregnant with my oldest. They were the kookiest, most loving, (laughs) most wonderful, imperfect people I've ever known. And I love them so much and miss them every day. Oh, my God. I love that. I'm glad I could share a bit of their weirdness with you. My Nana used to tell this story from when she and my Pop Pop first got married. They were living in an apartment in New Jersey at this time. This would have been about the early 1950s. My Nana heard Pop talking to someone in their bedroom and walked in to find him talking to an empty but moving rocking chair. Uh, Oh, no. He insists he was talking to the ghost of a young lady. She thought he was wacky, a common theme. Oh, my God. One, I'd be like, are you trying to fucking cheat on Uh, me? Right? Uh, skirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. When we lived with my grandparents, Nana slept upstairs and Pop Pop slept downstairs on the sofa. I forget exactly why. Because he was talking to that Mm -hmm. uh, lady. He never got out of the (laughs) doghouse. This sofa was in the dining room area where the aforementioned dolls were, the ones that talked to me. He would complain about being woken up by talking in the middle of the night or the sounds of people moving around the house, but no one was there or awake that he could find. Mm-mm. He would have strange dreams, much like mine. One Christmas, we had the usual setup, Christmas tree with a train running around it. It wasn't quite Christmas, so there were no gifts. We were all upstairs sleeping, except Pop Pop, who was downstairs asleep, until the train turned on. It tooted its whistle that it didn't have. No! And the tree had plugged itself in. Oh, 
My God. Would die. Christmas is canceled. Nothing's going out anymore. Well, that train that I bought to put around my tree that I didn't this year, it's going in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'll take it from my village. (laughs) Now, a more personal account. When I was giving birth to my oldest, I had an awful experience. I went into shock, got a 103-degree fever, and had to be rushed into surgery. I couldn't even hold my son for the first eight hours of his life. During this time, a nurse attended me that I had never seen before in my multiple trips to the hospital in the 10 weeks before he was born. I thought I knew them all by now. This woman looked and sounded like my Nana. She stroked my hair, talked to me, calmed me down, talked me through everything that was going on, but never really did anything medically. After everything was done and the baby was out, she was gone. I asked about her to tell her thank you, and no one could remember who she was. I think it was my Nana, but you can draw your own conclusions. They're both with me every day, no matter what. Wow, that is so wild yeah, and so, amazing. Yeah, so that was from Valerie, which she emailed in before about the dolls. Yeah, oh my gosh. Holy crap. I love that, though. Like That's heartwarming. Yes, like grandparents are with you. You know, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Hello, ladies. I love your podcast, and listening to it has made me want to share that I have at least two angels slash ghosts watching over me. My husband, Lee, who passed away three years ago in September, and my beautiful dog, Gibbs, who recently passed away January of this year. The video was recorded in a restaurant in December of last year for my birthday. As you can see, there's an orb that stays on me while I get sung to. My husband, when he was alive, would always make a big deal for my birthday and would make me feel special. He wanted to make sure that I always remember that. The picture was taken in my house. My friend was finally able to get his Kinect camera to work and captured who we believe is my husband and Gibbs. I always knew they were around me and felt them, but to actually see them and confirm that it's them was shocking and a relief. By the way, the figures were caught in a spot which I have their ashes. I'm happy to know that I have them with me. Thank you for reading this, Wendy. And then she said, P.S., if you can't see the video, please let me know. So we are going to reach out to her to make sure that we can share this. Holy crap. That's cool. Okay. So we just looked at the picture, which again, we're going to ask her permission. But so it's one of those pictures, like on Ghost Adventures, they use it because, you know, I have to shout out Dybbuk Douche. And you can see it's like a stick figure. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they look like they're dancing and stuff. Okay. Well, it's that. But then the other one really does look like a dog. Like a... um, Yeah, it really does. Like a balloon dog. Yeah, it does. It really does. Which is ridiculous. And then we just watched the video. Mm -hmm. And you could totally see it. Yeah, it's like a little... Are your eyes tearing up? No, but it's very touching to me. Well, I thought it was tearing up because you you and Casey, your eyes tear up when you talk about like supernatural that's for real, for real. Yeah, no, but I'm just like... It just warms my heart. I know. That's sweet. But yeah. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. I love this proof. Mm-hmm. This was so good. Yeah. I love these two to end on. Yeah. So sweet. Not all have to be scary. Yeah. No. We want them all. I feel like that was a Pokemon reference somewhere. Like, gotta catch them all. Gotta read them all. I know that's beyond your scope. I was gonna say, that's lost on me. <laughs> so thank y'all so much for sending in all the stories. Yes, all the goodness, mm-hmm. all the creepiness, mm-hmm. 
We want to hear more. Yes. So send us in any story that has anything to do with paranormal, true crime, weird urban legends in your area, whatever. Just make sure it's real. Yeah. We want real. It happened to you or you know of the account of whatever that happened. Oh, and since I no longer have Let's Not Meet, if you have like a Let's Not Meet kind of story, we would love to hear that yeah, kind for of real. shit. Like, yes, please. Yes. So send in your stories to aparanormalchicks at gmail.com or you can go to the website. Go to www.aparanormalchicks.com. And send the emails that way. Yep. Either way, send them in. We want them. We want to read them. We want to acknowledge you. We want to read them and weep. <laughs> no, because that really does mean I. it's really scary. And then I'm going <laughs> to freak my freak when I have to drive home. But you know what? Remember. Creep it real and, and don't, don't get scared. scared.